welcome to episode 14 of the Backing Paper Podcast. And we've got an extra special treat for you this evening. I use the word treat in the loosest possible term. Because here, just for a short time, not for a good time, or maybe a good time too, joining myself, Graham, and the lovely Rachel. How are you, Rach? Hi, I'm here. It was a smooth and seamless start to the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, my, my PC is at the hospital at the moment. I am recording on, let's call it charitably, backup equipment. It's all a bit wonky. If this sounds terrible, uh, apologies. Um, but never mind, to help it sound so much better, we have a proper professional podcaster with us this evening from the mighty Hypersensitive Photographers podcast. Uh, we have Hamish Gill. Hamish, welcome to Backing Paper. Thanks very much. Please don't associate me with that nonsense. <laughs> you are responsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I, it, it, it exists. It happens, but I'm not proud of it. You are the prime nonsense generator on that show. Basically, the way that show works is you generate nonsense and M desperately tries to keep the show on some sort of a track. I mean, he does. He does a very bad job, but he tries. Um, but listeners, if you haven't checked it out yet, there's two episodes don't. up. <laughs> It's certainly something. Uh, I would it's highly. Waste. It's a waste of your life. I would highly recommend it. As I said before, the show started, and they have made a show which Jeremy North, friend of the show and occasional worst enemy of the show, <laughs> is a big fan of. So take that for what you will. Um, but it's definitely worth a listen. Uh, and Hamish managed to get through the second episode without sounding um, incredulous that it was even being recorded. So I think it's it's a, it's going the right way. It's fantastic. Anyway, Hamish has joined us this evening. He's only on for a little bit because he's got important TV he needs to go and watch um, because we will have a quick chat about the photography show. Woo! Woo! And now... Woo indeed. Woo indeed. So uh, we've been talking about doing a photo meetup at the photography show and we are delighted to announce that Hamish of 35MMC also has... Um, oh, what's the word I'm grasping for here? Foisted himself and joined with I us. <laughs> Railroad um, has joined with us to make what is going to be the most wonderful analogue extravaganza at the photo photography show at the NEC this year. Hamish, um, you haven't spoken enough yet what's going on this year <laughs> it, it, yeah no i haven't spoken enough because you've spoken about 300 miles an hour for the last four minutes um, <laughs> so yeah railroaded i haven't railroaded i've barged um, <laughs> well i i i'm um yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna be there for the saturday the monday and the tuesday um because I am having a, my own little corner of the Patterson stand um, for six later, yeah. which I'm hoping is going to be well. I'll definitely have some prototypes there. If I haven't, I might have them at their first off. Whether or not it works or not is is yeah, yes, we're not sure yet. Um, it's a bit tight. Um, so because I'm going to be there on the Saturday, and you guys are talking about having a meetup on the Saturday, mm -hmm. kind of makes sense to elbow my way into the arrangements. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're meeting, what is it, 11 o'clock on the mm -hmm. Saturday in the uh, sort of out just outside the, the main gate. Is that what you would call it? Yeah. So are we talking just for clarity's sake? Um, there's the bit where you queue to go in. And then as you get through that first bit, so you've got through the queue, there's kind of an open area, which is yes. quite a large area. Um, yeah. So we're talking about meeting there before you go through the main big 
archway yeah. into the show itself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that bit you get your pass or whatever, and then but it's 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 the bit after the pass and and getting the uh, it's basically it's the bit where everybody kind of just sits on the floor around the edges. Yes. Yeah. So You're re- really silly. And sing kumbaya. Piles of analog photographers just <laughs> slumped against the uh, yeah. against the hood. With Graham towering <laughs> above everybody. Yeah, you'll be able to hear me before you get to the NEC, almost without doubt. Yeah. Um, so, as well as just having the delights of you being there, Hamish, uh, we we're managing to sort of rope a few other people into hopefully showing their delightful faces um, over the day. Um, so, do you want to give give our listeners a little taste of who they might come across on the day? Oh, now you're asking me to remember things, aren't you? Um, so, <laughs> I think this is Paul, why you said write it down. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Paul's, Paul's coming, isn't he? Paul McKay, uh, Andy Church from Kodak Alaris. Uh, you're going to have to help me out now. Well, we're going to be going and saying hello to people on stands as well, aren't we? So, That's right. Um, there is a plan. In, 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 intrepid cameras will be there. We will be going to visit yes. them, and they will have their new enlarged there. Sam, Sam, the solar can man, who, incidentally, listeners, might be the guest on this week's show. You'll never find out. Um, uh, he will be there, will stand. Uh, also, um, Simon Forster from Classic Lenses Podcast has already said he's going to be there. Uh, Stephen from Cosmo Photo, uh, with a space in between, has said that he will be dropping by as well. Um, who else will we expect to see? Matt and Michelle from Ilford will be in attendance as well. Yes. Steve Lloyd from Chroma. Steve Lloyd mm-hmm. from Chroma, yep. Yeah. Um, I've seen that uh, Duncan from Silverpan Labs, who we chatted to a few weeks ago, is going to be there. Neil Piper from uh, the Soot and Whitewash uh, podcast, who is here. There's going to be a lot of uh, people who are very familiar to you. Um, turning up Andrew Bartram from the Lensless podcast. Um, it's going to be a who's who of uh, what the heck of <laughs> this show. Who's <laughs> who of what the heck. Um, I think that's a pretty good slogan, actually, for us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. And and also a few of those people coming, sort of namely the likes of Paul McKay from Analog Wonderland, Andy Church from Kodak, and um, Stephen from Cosmo Photo, have sort of insinuated they might be bringing some film with them as well to give away. So uh, that could be nice. Always welcome. Always welcome in our book, I reckon. Yes, exactly. Well, we were talking a minute ago um, about the hope that, not least because they've got that competition going on, will that be done by then? About with the P3200. So if they could bring lots of P3200, that would probably be the most practical. I hope they listen to this. Paul, if you're out there, make sure you bring loads of P3200 to give to people so we can take photos inside. The NEC. The NEC. That would be good, yeah. They did have, on a previous year, they had um, some setups. I mean, generally, we were talking about this, weren't we, Hamish? And, and, you know, there's lots of um, sort of stalls with models on, so you'll be able to get shots of that kind of thing, general bustling around and what have you. Obviously, the lighting in general inside isn't set for, you know, it's it's obviously it's not like shooting outside. So we were talking about having a higher speed film so that it would mean that on our little walk around the various stalls and things, we're able to get some shots um and uh yeah just sort of generally capturing the hustle and bustle i know that they previous years they'd done some setups with um i think plants and flowers and what have you so that you could test out cameras i, don't, I can't remember whose particular stall that was for um but i'm sure that there will be interesting things going on round round every corner i'm sure we'll be able to find some yeah and we can take photos of each other's smiling happy faces 
Yes, that's all. That's the thing that's going to happen mostly anyway. There's going to be a lot of people there to take pictures of with lots of. I'm cool always podcasts. smiling and happy when I'm on the show. <laughs> Never grumpy because I'm completely overwhelmed by the massive amount of people. We have audio evidence that is not true, not true at all, Hamish. Hey? Not I think true. We just at need all. to make sure we we feed you and yeah. you know that kind of thing. That that helps me as long yeah. as I'm fed. I'm okay. I think it's a good job we're doing this on the Saturday <laughs> and not on the Tuesday when I will have been there for three days. Absolutely. <clears throat> I, I think that is a good call. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but, yeah, so Saturday, yeah. it's going to be dead good. It's, yeah, I mean, we don't have any like solid plans about what we're going to do when we get there because the reality is it's a big show and within that big show, there's not that many analogue-related things. As has already been listed, we've got Intrepid there, we've got Solacan there, we've got Lomography there and, of course, the disabled photographer stand where <laughs> some people will no doubt be hovering like vultures the entire day um and as rach said uh, either matt or michelle because i think they're off trade trading off days are going to be on the stand as well ilford haven't got their own stand there but they are going to be there and present and we will absolutely be going and seeing them and saying hello because they are both an absolute delight um but the main point of the day will be for us all to come together and just enjoy everybody's company and chat to everybody because there's gonna be so many cool and interesting people there and Hamish, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Patson stand as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, and I'm I for one, I'm really looking forward to seeing where the um, pixelator is at at this point because uh, I'm I'm quite excited about that. Do you have like your own stool or something like with, with your name stamped on it, so you can <laughs> sort of perch on the edge of the, the stand? Yeah, the Patterson sort of. stand. I'm going to IKEA on Tuesday to buy a glass. cabinet thing that's so cool so uh, it will be i will have a sort of a a, probably i don't know 50 centimeter square and about one and a half meter tall cabinet with my stuff in wow yeah that's that that's literally it um but that's all you know we're not there's a very very tiny chance that we'll have functioning pixelators if 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 everything with the spooling goes completely right first time then we'll have functioning pixelators by then, but we won't be in a position to be selling them anyway. So um, I might just take, you know, if we've got something that works, I'll take it to show people. Um, we'll have your lovely smiley face. Yes. And we've got, I'll have a fully functioning prototype, although the prototype's grey, so it doesn't, it's not the right thing, but I can show people anyway. So, Well, I think a lot of people would like to see it at this point. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, we've met most of the people or spoken to, I think, almost everybody who we currently know is coming. Um, and it's really nice to see people who are already signing up at photowalk.me forward slash sunny60. If you search for it on there, you'll find it. There's <laughs> not that many. But go to photowalk.me, look for the Sunny 16 podcast and 35mmc mega analog. I gave it a dumb title. You'll find it. Just make sure it's the 2019 one you're looking for. Um, and please do sign up. It's important that you do because we could really do with knowing numbers, especially if we're going to badger people to bring some film with them. It would be nice to say, look, we've got X number of people. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be really good fun. Chances are this is going to be the single best event this year where you will get to meet and talk to a lot of people who are just doing cool stuff within the industry. about the same thing as well, mm. you know? Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, sorry, go on, Hamish. No, you can. I was going to just remind everybody that we do have a discount code. So if you've not yet got your tickets um, on full price adult tickets, you can use the code LVP tps19 and um, that will work up till the 13th of march so if you um so you want to get 
your uh, photography show uh, tab open on your computer next to your photowalk.me and you want to make sure you get your tickets using the discount code um, and then you go on to photowalk.me and say, yes, I have my tickets. I'm coming along and I will see you there at 11 o'clock on the Saturday, the 16th of March. The thing I was going to say as well is that we're tentatively planning on meeting or continuing the meet into the evening after the um, show closes. So maybe at some sort of establishment that sells alcoholic <laughs> beverages. <laughs> Yes, we haven't nailed anything down yet for that, so there are more details to come. But yeah, what we'd really like is to have a kind of a nice chill after event where perhaps some of the people who were working at the show um, could come and relax and mingle and chat to everybody. Um, but like I said, we will firm up that as we actually get any details. Um, it's going to be really good fun. I'm really, really looking forward to it this year. Um, and. It's nice to see a slow groundswell of analog stuff happening there. And, and, you know, Hamish, you and others are kind of quietly working behind the scenes to try and make next year, yeah, make next year a bigger event. So we've, um, yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, I got in touch with the um, event manager um, at at, uh, TPS and sort of pitched this idea of us having. Uh, sort of a, a, a much bigger analog presence um, at the show in 2020. Um, it, it, I, it, I was very much pushing on an open door with the idea. They've they've sort of talked about it before, but I don't think um, I don't know. I guess haven't necessarily had the the, the I don't know. I'm not sure why, but they they haven't pushed it. But they're, they're very very keen to push um, or for us to push analog stuff at the show. So. Some of the conversations we've been having so far are obviously about um, bringing more um, of the major players, but also um, a lot of the smaller companies, you know, like Pixlator and, and like Chroma and, you know, Sam. Well, Sam's there this year anyway, but um, some of these smaller companies who wouldn't necessarily be able to afford a stand by themselves and having some sort of shared stand of some sort, there's no details at all uh, yet. So... There's that, and uh, Ruth, who's the event manager, is also very keen for us to have some sort of analog panel discussion, um, maybe some talks that are specifically about analog, some demonstrations, some masterclasses, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, they're super keen on on supporting um, the analog community industry um, at the show, and yeah, we're we're starting to get plans in motion, I suppose. Yeah. And I think it's worth noting with that in mind that, you know, let the photography show people know that that's something you'd like to see there um, because the more interest they get from people, the more likely it is this stuff will happen. I I think they know. I I, I really do think they know. I mean, as I say, when I spoke to Ruth about it, she said said that they'd had some thoughts about it before, but um, they'd come up against some hurdles and they weren't really sure how to... I can't remember what she she was saying now. But... um, Basically, the, the gist is is that I'm meeting with her on the uh, on the nineteenth, um, and and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start coming up with some plans. Sounds good. It's all very exciting, isn't it, Rach? Yeah, it really is. An analog battle plan. I love it. Um, yeah, can't wait. Um, so really excited to be seeing everybody there this year. Obviously, on the Saturday the sixteenth, and it's uh, it's just lovely to know that these plans and things that we've been beavering away at 
you know underground um are starting to uh, come to fruition so uh, yeah it's going to be even more exciting um ready for 2020 and that general um upsurge in uh, interest in analog let's uh, let's bring some more people into into the fold into the um the wonderful analog world that we uh, inhabit and uh, yeah just show people that there's other options out there for them because uh, it can only strengthen us i think as a community as a whole Indeed. Um, well, hey, Mish, we know you've got important stuff to get to, and the wife is going to beat you senseless if you don't get to it. So uh, we will let you get on. Um, thank you very much for joining us this evening. We will be back in just a second, listeners, to read some of your wonderful emails. Um, but hey, Mish, until next time, because we all know there will be a next time, because we have not found a way to lock that damn door yet. <laughs> got my own podcast now don't need to come on yours i can waffle on all the nonsense i like on this I, podcast and nobody shuts me down i know but that's why you need to go on this podcast and them as well to get any coherent thoughts out that need to be shared with the community that's what this podcast is for the coherent thoughts oh, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> He talked for at least an hour about photography in the most recent one. It's only did. the last 37 minutes, right? Complete and utter nonsense. That's... Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you later, Hamish. Bye. See you in a bit. And we're back. That's weird saying that on the backing paper episode. To be honest, it's weird <laughs> saying it on any episode. Now we just don't take breaks, do we, Rach? Nope, no more. It's a it's a a nice thing to have got into, I think. Um, but yeah, so it seems very strange when we end up having to have a little break for Hamish to go off and watch his TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we are back. We're back. I think I, I miss it a bit because during the breaks we used to just chat so much about. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And we just did exactly that, didn't we? we you and I did just spend twenty five minutes wasting our time uh, chatting away. It's all good. This is why the podcast goes up very late um but we got some emails haven't we um let's see Rach, do you want to take this first quick one from ted smith with a little heads up for us super yes he says hi guys love the show listen to it on my way to and from work great content well done i noticed episode 135 is not listed on your website just for info great episode great to hear from some big names giving some pro advice Thanks again for the podcast. A gem in the cast series from Ted. Thank you so much, Ted. That's lovely. Um, any uh, update on episode 135, Gray? Yeah, so that was just a slight placement error because I knew Matthew, uh, Matthew Joseph, who very kindly keeps our blog, our website up to date. I knew he'd done it, um, but he put it in, he put it as a page rather than as a blog post. It didn't go in the right spot. I oh, have. Okay severely reprimanded Matthew uh, he, he's, oof, he, his ass was grass or something like that um, but no it's, it's all done and up now um, so thank you very much Ted for alerting me to that because uh, I was wondering why it hadn't popped up other places uh, and actually this is a really good time to just say thanks to people like Stephen Dowling um, from uh, Cosmo Photo who we mentioned earlier and also from the guys at DP Review and from uh, Petapixel um, and the various and, and also various other people who shared um shared the news about the x chrome 120 and it did actually mention that it was announced on here and gave us a link back which i know is a real dumb thing but you know we're a teeny tiny podcast and um getting a few more listeners helps because <laughs> yeah. we need all the help we can get so thanks to yeah. Us. yeah like the, the, the idea of um you know just 
just linking to and and crediting people you know in photography as photographers I think it's it's um something that we're all kind of aware of isn't it really you know um often things get um uh what's the word appropriated elsewhere and things so it was just nice that uh some people had our had our backs on that and uh yeah just uh gave us a, gave a little mention to it which is it was nice yeah, Thank exactly. Yeah, it, it didn't suddenly send us to the top of the number one iTunes chart, but it you didn't. know, but it made us. <laughs> it was it was just nice. This is, it's nice to see your name pop up on somewhere like you know Petapixel DP reviews. Like, oh, that's cool, isn't it? <laughs> We've gone from being unknown nobodies to being almost unknown nobodies. It's great, right? <laughs> it was a little little bit of a fuzzy feeling. It was very 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 nice to uh, yeah see see behind the curtain of all. Ah, that's Indeed. how that works. <laughs> um, We're just so bad at it. <laughs> yeah, we are. But you know, duh, what the heck? We're you know we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Um, the next email is another one from David Lyon, recent and new correspondent to the show. And uh, David writes in. Sorry for the autocorrect change in names and the choppy sentence about the selfie. Listeners may remember with David's last email, um, I struggled a bit with reading because it was quite clear that autocorrect had had a ball <laughs> with his message and made a right sandwich of it. Um, a friend told me that my email was read, so I jumped ahead just to listen and then realised how my my grandma was. I think autocorrect is <laughs> haunts you still, David. Um, well, back to 2.30. We'll dismiss back paper 13 when I know what is being talked about. Again, I don't think dismiss was the word that he was aiming for there, but thank you autocorrect and thank you, David. We are glad that you are still with us and autocorrect or not, it's all good. Can, can I just say, I also love the very last sentence, which is your fan in the road. <laughs> Um, which I don't know if you've noticed that, Graham, but I love the idea of there just being, you know, a very decorative, beautiful fan sitting stuck in the tarmac or something um, because your fan in the road, I don't think is quite what he meant. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Um, and at the end, sent from my iPhone. So that does make sense as to what is going on there. And we appreciate it. Thank you for getting in touch. Yeah. We just laugh a lot. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Uh, yes. I'm going to take this next one from Ian Fleming, Rach. Sure. So Ian says, dear Sunbeams, your challenge, should you care to accept it, oh, heck, um, is to get someone from Polaroid Originals on and ask them some questions. I'm pleased they've got stock in my local Jessops and throughout Europe, but as an original pioneer, I feel abandoned. I suspect this is because the target market is probably 40 years younger, but where is my 8x10? He <gasps> um, goes on to say, why don't they feature any, any one of us pioneers in their social media occasionally? What's the real story behind the Spectra film? That's my rant. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Uh, those Any are all, on this? Well, mm. they're all good questions. It it kind of speaks to something that um, I've been chatting to a few other people about lately, and and it's this thing of within the analog photography world over the last few years. There's well, I mean, and with Polaroid, we're going back even further, but there's been some great people starting up and new young um, crowdfunded beginnings and stuff like that. But as things grow the nature of the business changes because it has to, to exist in a business world. And, um, you know, money happens and realities happen and, and it's a difficult transition. And, um, and I think there are definitely elements of the analog photography world that are starting to transition out of this 
aren't we all lovely, happy, clappy, supportive, give us some money and we'll do our best kind of ethos into, no, this is business, we need to make money, um, we want your money, etc., etc. And it's difficult. Um, yeah, and, it, and I think it's, it's not great that people mm. who gave their money to this project right at the very beginning, who were there when it was most needed and gave that support then, feel like they've been left by the wayside. It's, it's not a good thing, is it, Rach? No, no. Um, it, it's um, it's a two way street. This um, this journey we're on, I think. And uh, yeah, it's it would be nice to get some of those answers um, for people who you know. Yeah, you don't want to be feeling abandoned when you've uh, invested in something. You, uh, it's all about communication, isn't it? And I think if you can communicate that um, reasons behind it and what have you, it just helps make everything that little bit easier to understand um silence can be quite a difficult thing because you are left not knowing which way things are going um so yeah some extra communication is always always good um i don't know if there's anybody that we could speak to to see if they would come on and address those questions um have you got anybody in the little black book there uh graham i haven't but we we've spoken to a few people over the years mm. who could almost certainly point us in the right direction so maybe if we nudge a few of those guys and see yeah. i would love to chat to somebody from polaroid originals i think what they're doing mm. is fantastic and I understand why they make a lot of their choices, but as the conversation we had with um, Doc Nouvet back before mm, Christmas mm. about them not being prepared to touch Peel Apart film, you know, they are a business business now and they are making business decisions um, and that's great, but uh, it would be uh, a real shame if they completely lost sight of the people who got them there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would. if there's anybody out there listening from Polaroid Originals, we would love to have you come on and we promise you it will not be a witch hunt. Um, because why would be? Because you're doing loads of cool stuff. You brought new cameras yeah. to market. It's brilliant. We love what you're doing. But We want to know more. We want to know more, exactly. Mm. We, we want to be able to say to Ian, hey Ian, this is what's happening with this and this is what you can look forward to. Um, but a, a very good email and a very good question. So thank you. Um, what have we got next? Uh, was this me or you, Rach? I've lost track of where um, we were now. So have I, actually. Um, next one is from lovely Angela Solis. So she's uh, De Pencil. She says, hello, my dear Sunnies. I haven't listened to your recent episode, uh, saving the JM Golding episode as my in-flight entertainment tomorrow. Um, but I just want to say a big thank you for the nice words and the shout out. That was a pleasant surprise and it made my wintry week a little warmer. I did notice actually on um, some of Angela's um, social media, it looked like she spent five hours stuck in the snow or something crazy. Um, just trying to get home from work, I think. And it definitely shouldn't have taken five hours. Uh, but unfortunately, the wintry week, as she says, um, got the, got the better of it, I think, on that particular journey so five hours stuck in the snow it did i was very worried because i think i only saw it the day after um but there was a photo of her feet um on the doormat i think at home so she'd managed to make it finally which is good <laughs> so she says um to answer some of graham's questions i shot the photos using a tlr and some slow slide films in retrospect those weren't the best options that time because we caught a good amount of cloudy and rainy days during our stay Nonetheless, I got a handful of images that I really liked, which led to the zine. Um, hope to chat some more with you guys about it when time permits. She said the zine is still available, um, but I only have a small amount of those left. The link to the online store is available on my site, which is derpinsel.com. That's D-E-R-P-I-N-S-E-L.com. 
under the projects link. She says, lastly, Rachel mentioned the first time we met. Um, I checked my archives and it was about a year and a half ago. My God. Um, uh, how time flies, says Angela. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Uh, here's a photo of me and Rach. Ah, oh, I didn't know she said that in. That's cool. Um, taken by my husband to commemorate that lovely day. It really was a lovely day. Um, they came up to Liverpool, having come over to the UK uh, for a trip and, and what have you to, to come and see uh, the UK anyway. And then got, I think, got the train up to Liverpool. And we had a, a very nice day wandering around and getting a chance to have a chat and things and shoot. So uh, I presume we have the photo somewhere, Graham. We'll have to, you'll have to send that to me. I will do, Rach. I will do. Was, yeah, I remember when that happened. And um, yes. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, it was me uh, trying to record some audio of us as a little field report on the rooftop of the library, mm. <laughs> which was not the best idea. Um, but it was so loud inside that actually it was a bit quieter outside. Anyway, she finishes her email saying, hope you enjoy the treats. Um, I've not yet had a chance, but thank you very much for sending them over. Um, she says, I'm hoping to submit my cheap shots challenge entry soon, provided that my cameras don't die due to the cold. Um, much love from the great white tundra. Um, have you ever had cameras stop working for you, Graham, because of the cold? No, I haven't. Although, um, I certainly have found with some of the older ones, if it's very cold, the, the shutters do seem to slow down a bit because the grease in them can just thicken up. Um, so yeah, there's been a few. And also, I had a problem with one of them where, not so much cold related, again, more grease related, where, um, just turning the focusing ring could be very difficult when it was, because it kind of just thickened up in there. Um, but, it's not I, quite as cold here as it is in Toronto. Is it? No, <laughs> my goodness, absolutely not. Um, I did. Uh, I think it was last January, maybe. Um, took my one of my old um, Polaroid close-ups six hundred um, out and took a, shot, a couple of shots with that. And the the magenta chemical had clearly frozen. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, so all I got was uh, were shots that were just cyan and yellow. Um, so it gave an interesting effect, and you know that is part of the joy and the charm of of Polaroid. So, uh, but yeah, the magenta completely frozen. So uh, yeah, it was it was all yellow and blue, and uh, and no no reds in there at all. It's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for the email, um, Angela. Yes, let's hope I hope we get to catch up again soon. That'd be lovely. That certainly would. I think the last email of the day is uh, a repudiation. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but it's a good long word, so I'm going to go with it. From Joseph Baker, vis-a-vis Lubitels. Let's get on this. Uh, Joseph writes in, Dear Sunbeams, I must protest at Graham's repeated belittling of the wonderful Lubitel. We're dealing with a crazy <laughs> person here, Rach. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. I have no Lubitel. I cannot comment. Okay. Granted, it is a fiddly piece of lightweight plastic. So, I mean, obviously, why would I belittle a fiddly piece of lightweight plastic? And <laughs> the one that you bought might be a piece of crap. However, I was lucky enough to get one that was made on a day when the factory was using decent lenses and accurate shutters. I attach a couple of sample images taken on Fomapan 200 with my 166B as evidence. Uh, I haven't shared this picture with Rach. You'll just have to take my word for it. I'll tell you about it in a second. Uh-huh. Um, okay. All the best. Joe Baker, who is at evil underscore Chutney on the interwebs, both Twitter and Instagram. Um, and the two pictures are very nice. Uh, one is an action shot of a runner going past some nice motion blur. Sock. There. 
Action sock, yeah, it's an action sock. The runner is wearing action socks. He's very athletic. Um, and uh, the other one is of a, uh, looks like it's looking out over a sea um, shore, very pebbly seashore. No, nice pebbles on the ground, sky in the air. It looks very nice. Um, now, listen, I've said this before and I will say it again. Uh, Russian glass, often uh, quite good. I, I like a lot of Russian glass. Yeah, I- I remember you saying that. You've, you've always said, you know, lenses are dead good and, yeah, you can get some lovely, lovely images from them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's, you know, I found it with many of them. And the shutters, are, you know, are fine, I guess. You know, they, they're not outwardly terrible. Um, but the build quality, the way that it all puts together in this one massively user-unfriendly package, uh, I mean... I don't want to uh, relitigate and go over old ground here, but on my 166B, the back popped open twice <laughs> during one roll of film. It's just like, punk, oh, I'm open now. Um, now, obviously, when I used it again, I did tape it up thoroughly, but any camera where you're having to thoroughly tape it up right from the, not to avoid light leaks, to avoid it just opening right up and exposing your entire roll of film to the sunshine. Not ideal, I guess. It's not perfect. That was a roll of Portra 800 in there. Ooh, Do you know how expensive that stuff is? Um, was was that the roll I gave you? No, fortunately not. This was some time ago. This was some time oh, okay. ago. Um, oh, I can feel your pain then if... if- yeah, you you don't want to be ruining film stock like that, do you? No, that's a shame. I I am very pleased for Joseph though that he has one that seems to be very lovely and uh, behaves very well. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, but you know, it just comes. Uh, maybe maybe I've been spoiled by the fact that I said particularly with my um, Yashica six three five, which I was, I was out with today, took a couple of pictures. Um, it's so nice to use. It's not flawless. The fact that I keep double, triple, quadruple exposing images because I forget to wind them on is a problem. But it's also it's a feature. Um, but the viewfinder is so nice to use. I have um, loaded a roll of film. <laughs> I put a tweet out uh, the other day, just um, asking um, how many how mm-hmm. many cameras with rolls of film. I did a count up. I think I've got about fourteen cameras with film in range. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> yes. <gasps> yes. That's really. shocking. I am. I am a gog. I am lost for words. Fourteen. Yeah. You want to know what's worse? What? I probably know what film is in about three of them. The rest of them haven't <laughs> got a clue. Not even what ISO is. I um, I finished shooting a roll. Well, oh, I mean, this is one of those. I was winding on it. It got past 36. So I was like, mm, okay. And I started winding back on the Twitter. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. I thought something's gone wrong. Maybe it just never took. Maybe it's come off the mm, come mm. off the tape at the end. I don't know. Um, popped the back open. Uh, oh, no, hang on. This film in there closed the back up again real fast. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I did that the other day. So, um, it, it, yeah, but- in response to your tweet as well, that was uh, me finding mine sitting still in the camera very, uh, very helpfully. I was like... Oh, I will just check. I'll open up, you know, I was in the middle of um, doing a demonstration. I was like, and so you put film in the back if you remember film. And I was like, look, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was a, uh, it was, luckily mine wasn't Portrait 800. It was, um, uh, but it was a roll of FP5. um, And I literally have no idea what was on the roll and now never will. So uh, that was a bit of a sad moment. <laughs> uh, so um, I wound it on again a little bit today and, uh, yeah, took a couple more shots. So you never know. I might get a few either end of it. 
Yeah. Well, as well as exposing this roller film to the sunshine, I also discovered getting back to this thing of not being 100% certain what's in all of these cameras. Um, the roller film, which I had been shooting at 200 ISO, uh, turns out it's um, Polypan F, which, for anybody who doesn't know, that's a 50 ISO film. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So, um, Eric. <laughs> If you're listening, as you sent me this film, could you get in touch and just give me some tips on how to maybe push process Polypan F? Does it push well? I'm sure it does. It looks like a film with a lot of um, latitude. So I need to push process that with some HC110. I will be waiting for advice from all of our dear listeners on that one. Um, so yes, too many cameras were filming. And, and I added to that by putting some film into the uh, Flexoret, the... Um, you uh, Czechoslovakian Flexoret, um, which is a TLR, TLR I bought last year. Uh, the shutter wasn't working. Linden got it fixed up for me. Um, and uh, again, it's it's interesting and it's nice. Um, the viewfinder is not the viewfinder is super dark on it, um, so that's not brilliant. And the focusing is a bit of a weird one because you kind of see. But you know, I've, I've put a roll of film in it now, so I'm guessing I'm gonna see all that experience all the way through. What a wally! <laughs> Yeah, well, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, any listeners out there who are enjoying their Louis Vuittons, I'm very glad. I am jealous. I'm jealous that you are having a good experience with them. Because like I said, it's not particularly about the quality of the images they can produce, although that was a part of the problem for me. I had a lot of problems with those. But, um, but it's just mostly the... Um, the user interface, let's use that expression, the bit where you have to hold and shoot the darn thing. Because um, I do <laughs> like TLRs in general. I had a lot of fun out with mm. my... Uh, I got chatting to somebody. You walk around with a TLR, you're going to get chatting to somebody. Um, and I got chatting to this nice lady in the village who uh, is apparently, because I'm fairly new in this village, apparently involved in historical and archive like mm-hmm. thing of the mm-hmm. So would you be interested in taking some pictures if we're doing any exhibitions in the future of, of just like random stuff in the village? Sure, of course I would. Why not? So, great. Take a camera for a walk. You never know what's going to happen. Um, I think that seems like a pretty good way of finishing the show, doesn't it? Take a camera for a walk. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. It's a lot easier than taking a dog for a walk. And there is generally less crap to pick up. Um, That is almost... (laughs) Unless the back pops off your (laughs) Yeah, unless the back pops off your Louboutin. Yeah. Um, That's almost the end of the show, isn't it, Rach? But... We've got a thing we want to talk about. <laughs> and ironically... My mind's completely blank. What are we talking about, Graham? I'm so well, sorry. Well, ironically, it's fallen to arguably the two worst people to talk about this because it's the two people who feel least oh, yes. comfortable talking about this. But yes. um, but we are doing it anyway because... Because uh, kind of, yeah, no. we want to um, and because people have said to us, God, you are idiots. You really ought to. Had a few conversations there. Um, we have started a um, coffee page. Uh, to explain what that is for anybody who doesn't know, which is probably a lot of people, coffee is a website that you can go to and just essentially buy us a coffee, um, donate to the show um, just to help us out. Um, The reason we started doing this, and there's a few reasons, but basically there's more stuff we want to do with the show. Um, There's more stuff we want to do to make it better, the existing show, and there's more stuff we want to do going forwards. But all this stuff costs money, and uh, we don't have it. It's that simple. Mm. We we already spend um, a couple of hundred pounds plus a year just to keep the show going out, and that's fine because we enjoy it and we love doing it. Um, but uh, 
what are the kinds of things that we are hoping to do to that we're looking to um to do improving the show Okay, well, some of the things we'd like to do, we would like to make recording with guests easier. Um, and there is a service uh, called uh, Zencaster, I think that's the right one, which would make it far easier for people who don't necessarily use Skype or have access to all this stuff to dial in and would hopefully make for a far more consistent, hopefully, better quality of recording um, and certainly make it easier for guests. That's something we'd like to do, but, you know, there's a cost associated with that. We would love to do more outside recordings um we've got the photography show coming up and there's gonna mm-hmm. be lots of cool people there and at the moment we don't have any way of recording when we get there um so because we kind of broke the last one which wasn't even ours anyway but we broke it yeah um, so, so so yeah having having some kind of um recording device that we can take round to do these outside broadcasts and um and do interviews you know more along the lines of the fantastic Ilford um, factory visit and and the fact that we were able to speak to these awesome people and get their comments and their views and um, on the ground little field reports and that kind of stuff. We we love doing those and we would love to be able to produce more of those for you guys as well. Um, so this would be a really fantastic way of helping us get to that point where we're able to do that because unfortunately we can't yet put um, audio recording in our in our brains and then download it to the computer afterwards. So um, in the absence of AI, you're just left with us three <laughs> and an audio recorder. Um, so it would be really super helpful. Um, and we thought the the idea behind the coffee or Kofi page is um, that it gives you an opportunity to, if you fancy, you know, helping donate a little bit each month that's wonderful if you just go I've got a couple of quid this week and or this month and I could drop that in the tip jar so to speak then that would equally be be fantastic so um there's no pressure there's no you know ongoing cost if you don't want there to be um but equally like like myself um I tend to go yep that's something I'm um I'd like to support and I'll I'll uh, set it up and just know that it's uh, happily sort of plugging away and uh, contributing to something that I enjoy. So we hope that that's the case for our listeners too. Yeah, exactly. And some of the things like talking about the making the recording easier, one of the things that you and I, well, you and I as a listener really want to happen is we want more underexposed episodes. We want mm-hmm. that to happen more. Mm-hmm. But um, you don't have any recording software. No. Because <laughs> money. And, and so it's really awkward. So for when you do that show, um, either myself or Aid needs to come on the call, start the recording off at our end, and then basically just clear off, let you guys all do it. And so it's it's just logistically a nightmare. Um, and it, it leaves you dependent on us, Wallies, and it's not great. We'd love to make stickers. We'd love to make stickers to give away to people who um, yeah, take part in the cheap shots. All this, you know... Utilize the lovely um, uh, logo that Anil created for us. We, you know, that kind of thing is stuff that we could do. But obviously, with um, initial costs, again, unfortunately, it's not something we're able to um, produce. You know, we're not able to kind of bring in a lot of stock, sort of stock to do that in the first place. So, um, with minimum orders and things that unfortunately are in place before you can create something like that that unfortunately stops us doing these sorts of things so again it would help us um give us an opportunity to uh yeah send you some cool bits and pieces like like you say you know cheap shots challenge if you you know enter might be nice to send off some stickers and things afterwards 
all these kinds of little little things that might make a little bit of a difference and make you smile. Yeah, and the important thing to say is like, nothing's changing. We're not. Nothing no. is going behind <laughs> the paywall or anything like that. Um, because that's the last thing we want to do. Uh, we we look. We thought, oh, should we do Patreon? And oh, and a few people said, well, why don't you? You know, you've made this second show now. You could always just like, no, that's nope. <laughs> um, we we will keep doing exactly what we're doing. And if if you are incapable of or just don't think it's worth or whatever to donate, that's fine. You'll still get the show, and we will still love you for listening. Because honestly, we really appreciate you guys listening. That means the absolute world to us. But if you want to help us out to just do a bit more and, uh, I don't know, show some support that way, it would be wonderful. We would super appreciate it. Um, And it would make a difference. I think that's the key thing. It would make a difference to what we can do. So, um, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So So if somebody is interested in that, how can they find about it? So Found out about it. <laughs> if they go to uh, the website is ko-fi.com forward slash sunny 16 podcast and you will find us there. And as Rach said, you can either just make a one-off, um, you know, buy us coffee or whatever we decide to call it. Still, I mean, an eye, it might be buy us a cup of tea because that seems more... I think a cup of tea is more us, isn't buy, it? it? Really, yeah. it's certainly more you and me, Rach. Um, <laughs> or if you want to set up so you automatically just chip in a bit every month, that would be wonderful. You can also do that there. Um, we promise this is not now going to become a regular thing we talk about at great length. We will probably, on backing paper and backing paper alone, um, say thank you to the people who have, um, as and when that makes sense. And we will probably talk about it briefly on the Sunny 16 podcast this week, just because there are people who listen to that, who don't listen to this. But other than this, I promise we are not going to be spending every week going, please give us money, because we know that's kind of gross. But equally... We'd like to do stuff, and uh, you and me are pops, yeah. Rach, basically. <laughs> no, no. I love how, it, yeah, it, it's so so good at this this aspect of, of you know, bit of business <laughs> um, and making, you know, it, it all seems to make sense when he talks about it. And unfortunately, it's you and I stumbling our way through this <laughs> without, and trying not to feel too icky about it. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. And as Graham says, nothing else is, nothing will change anyway. Um, It's just something that, um, yeah, we thought, what's a way that we could try and help improve and grow and what have you? And this might be a little way to do that. So um, either way, we love you and we appreciate it. So thank you very much. Yeah. And if you can't buy us a cup of tea or you don't want to buy us a cup of tea on coffee, then come to the photography show, which we're making zero money from that, just so everybody knows. There's like, there's (laughs) there's no backhanders from that at all. This is just a thing we're doing for the laws. Come there and buy us a cup of tea for real air because we would love that too. Um, Excellent. That's it. Oh, we did it, Rach. Cool. Can we both go? We can go and have a hot sh- individually have hot showers now to get rid of that icky feeling of self of asking for money. Oh, gross. Let's never do that again. Oh, dear. Aid can do this one on, on uh, the normal show. Exactly. Yeah, we'll make him. We'll make him. Um, that will do us for this week's Backing Paper listeners. As mentioned earlier, the guest for this week's Sunny 16 podcast is the inimitable Sam Cornwell, um, creator of The Solar Can. Uh, it will be a delight to chat to him about what he's been up to, what inspired him to get there, and of course the fact that he's going to be at the photography show. And you know what? He was asked to be there. He was kind of invited mm. there. So that's mm. very exciting to find out what Has- the... Proper stool and everything. I know. Yeah. Apparently, it's two meters by two meters, so it's a bit like a TARDIS, only not bigger on the inside. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering because obviously um, the solar can itself um, is two meters what? by two meters. It's a very big yeah, can. Well, not I a lot of people realise. 
what what kind of pyramid of solar cans are there going to be on that two meter by two meter square and um how high will they reach do you think they'll reach the ceiling and mm. will we win a coconut if we knock them all down with the well, ball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um knowing that you will also be there at the same time as possibly a pyramid of solar cans be a little bit sweaty behind the knees <laughs> bring your cameras and this could be a great photo of um <laughs> It's going to be great. So that will be coming out on Thursday, assuming my computer doesn't completely go bang between now and then. Um, but that's why Aid will be here. So he'll make sure it all gets recorded properly, even if I'm struggling. Um, playing us out is, uh, let's see if we can get this right, Mortgaging the Nest of Hairs by Schnauzer. Thank you very much to those guys for letting us use this track. Um, is that it, Rachel? We done? I think that's it. Um, you can find us on Sunny 16 podcast on all the social medias and um, write to us. We obviously love hearing your emails, uh, sunny16podcast um, at gmail.com. Yes, and don't forget Cheap Shots Challenge. The clock is ticking on that. Fashion, think what that could be. It doesn't just have to be human fashion. Doggy fashion shots. I want to see doggy fashion shots. Oh, my shots. goodness. That's okay. Good idea. Yeah, on that note, um, listeners. Um, Sorry, Rachel. Yes, it's all right. I was just going to say, um, as we're probably not going to mention it very often, we should just reiterate where people can pop to uh, to see this newfangled thing that we're trying to do with the tip jar. And it's K-O uh, hyphen F-I. Is that right? Coffee. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's the rest of the link? Sorry, Graham. Uh, .com forward slash Sunny 16 Podcast. We'll put a link on our own website. We're real good at this, listeners. This time next week, <laughs> we'll be millionaires. <laughs> uh, and on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Thanks, goodbye. <laughs> well, that wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> We're so good at this. Uh... <laughs>